When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thank you for listening to another edition of the East West Football Podcast. I'm Fidel. Alongside with me today, Kendall. Uh, Jerry's going to be on the show here in a bit. Kendall, what's going on, man? How you doing? What's going on, man? What's going on, man? Doing good, man. Just out and about. Ready to talk some ball, man. And we had a um, guest the other day. But, hey, I'm going to let you take it over here, Fidel. Yeah, so later on the show, uh, we'll have a conversation with Mike Tannenbaum, ex-NFL GM, about multiple issues going on in the league. Uh, but let's start off with talking about Lamar Jackson. Um, so apparently, uh, someone in Lamar Jackson's camp reached out to Stephen A. Smith from First Take ESPNs, and uh, apparently told Stephen A. that they never asked for a fully guaranteed contract. Um, they said that the Ravens had only made one offer, and uh, the number is escaping right now. But essentially, it's not what's been reported that Lamar Jackson wants be back in Baltimore. Kendall, your thoughts? I think this Lamar Jackson situation is getting crazier by the day. Yeah, it's, 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 get, it's getting crazier by the day or whatnot. Uh, we hearing different reports coming out of Lamar's camp, out of the Ravens camp. It's been like an interesting back and forth or whatnot. Um, ultimately, I really think like something's going to happen here. I, this situation is odd. And I know you, I know you know, I know you believe it too. Like, we haven't seen anything like this, man. Um, I think Lamar is worth the money, but, I mean, Steve Lay made a great point on first take yesterday. He hasn't been healthy the last couple of years. He hasn't really finished the season or he's, he's, had a, he's had some injuries here and there the last couple of years. So do you want to pay this guy all this money guaranteed if you're not for sure if he's going to be there fully for the whole year or whatnot? We've seen how these young quarterbacks, these dual-threat quarterbacks, and when they, they like to run, a la RG3. Um, I like. I mean, they they get hurt. Michael Vick, when he's with the Eagles, like they get hurt. You know, they put their body through a lot. So I mean, I mean, uh, it, it's kind of like an interesting back and forth right now. I think something needs to get done here, um, fairly quick because the NFL draft is coming up, and um, and and less than less than two months, the draft will be here. And you got free agency or whatnot. Um, I think the franchise tag window has already opened, if I'm not mistaken. So teams can go ahead and start tagging or whatnot. But man, this. This Lamar Jackson um, situation is really headlining all season right now, along with other stuff. Yeah, I mean, t- to me, the most interesting part about the whole thing is that Lamar Jackson doesn't have an agent. So there's not like, you know, people can reach out to the agent and say, hey, what's going on with Lamar Jackson? Uh, essentially, he's representing himself. The other thing that I felt interesting was that someone from his camp 
reached out to Stephen A. Smith instead of reaching out to Adam Schefter, um, Albert Breer, you know, somebody yeah. that actually that covers the NFL. And I know Stephen A. talks about the NFL, but it doesn't essentially cover it, right? So that's what I found yeah. interesting as well. Yeah, very interesting. And hearing that from what they say, where there's smoke, there's fire. So hearing that from Stephen A. is is definitely that that's intriguing right there. And the Ravens did hire a new OC. Apparently, he hasn't been in contact with Lamar so far. Um, so that's another thing. And apparently, the the Ravens didn't ask Lamar what what he thought about this new uh, offensive coordinator before they hired him. Uh, I believe he's coming yeah, from Georgia. Also, yeah, yeah, from Georgia. The old offensive coordinator Georgia the past couple of years they've, they've they've had a pretty good offense. A lot of people that I've seen on Twitter they really like the move. But a lot would you which with what you just said about they didn't ask Lamar. At the same time, they didn't tell him. I can't think. I think it's McKernan or something like that. It didn't tell him that they was sure they were gonna have Lamar either. So I mean, a lot of times when you bring in these new coordinators and stuff, they want to know who they who's gonna be there and who's gonna be there and stuff like that before they take this job. So that that's crazy right there. Yeah. So I mean, look, I don't know if I see Lamar going back to Baltimore, and I mean, I know that he might have to. Right, unless someone matches, uh, you know, the offer that he gets. Um, I just, I don't know. It's just weird. The whole situation doesn't is just odd. Seem, doesn't it seem like Lamar's made? For, he just looks like a Raven. It seems yeah. like he's made for Baltimore. You know, and I can't really see. I know they got Anthony, uh, not Anthony, but um, they got they got they got the, the backup quarterback there. Um, that start the game with the Bengals. Tyler Huntley. They got, yeah, they got Huntley. I think they still got Brown. And I've been here. I think Daniel Jeremiah's. Oh, that's an interesting um, – to do real, real great NFL reporter, draft insider. He travels a lot, go to the games and stuff like that. If y'all listening, go check him out on NFL Network. He puts up a lot of great mock drafts on NFLnetwork.com. Um, he put up that uh, – he had the Ravens getting Anthony, uh, Anthony Richards out of Florida. Hmm. So, it would be a great – it would be an interesting pick there. But um, his, his stock is starting to soar. So, man. Yeah, and then also, I mean, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Fowler says that the Ravens offer Lamar Jackson a contract that would have paid him around $50 million per year, which make him one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the NFL. Lamar turned it down, <laughs> turned down the offer as it did not include a fully guaranteed contract. But now you're, but now you're hearing his camp saying, no, we didn't ask for a fully guaranteed contract. And you got the Ravens saying, no, we did. And all this information much, is being leaked out. How much would you pay him, Fidel? If, if you're the Ravens, how much would you give him Kendall, a year? We much... just talked about this a couple of weeks back. I would not give right. this man fully guaranteed money. He's been hurt right. the last couple of years. I believe uh, three years ago, he got hurt during the playoff game. He got a concussion against Buffalo. I mean, just to me, it just doesn't make sense to give him the fully guaranteed contract. I mean, yeah, you have to pay him more than, uh, than what certain quarterbacks are making. Um, and then da- um, Daniel Jones is asking what forty five million a year. Yeah, I don't know. That, I don't know what's wrong with him. Um, that's ridiculous. asking for that kind of money. And I think like, if I'm the Giants, I'm not paying that. And I'm I I am looking towards free agency, uh, maybe for Jimmy Garoppolo. What he uh, has? Or the draft. 15, t- 15 touchdowns, seventy touchdowns last year. They, like Stephen A. Smith said, Daniel Jones, you need to calm the hell down. Like that. That's that, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And then here's the other thing, too, that I find interesting as well. Justin Herbert's probably getting a new contract. What's that going to be worth? Mm-hmm. Woo. A lot. A lot. A lot Hell, of money. Lamar's asking so, to, so who would you pay more, Justin Herbert or Lamar Jackson? Justin Herbert. Why? He's better. 
He's been healthy the past few. I mean, he hasn't really had no injuries or whatnot. He's been healthy for. He got hurt. What was it? Uh, earlier, earlier on this past season, I guess the Chiefs. But he toughed it out there. I don't think he missed no games where he played or whatnot. And he's. Oh, I mean, I, I know what I'm gonna get from him. He, I think he, he's he's worth it. I mean, just to, I, he, he's worth it. I mean, but if you're Lamar Jackson, you can make the argument. I'm a former NFL MVP. I've been to the playoffs multiple times, not just once. So I mean, I don't know. It's just he has been. I am glad I'm not the GM in Baltimore. He's been to the playoffs multiple times, whatnot. But what is he one and three in the playoffs or whatnot? No, he beat they beat the Titans, but then he lost to the Bills, and that was a bad performance by him. He lost to the Titans one year. He lost to uh, the Chargers his first year, whatnot. They didn't have Justin Herbert. They had Philip Rivers. Lamar's been been the league with a year. I think he he came in a year before Herbert or whatnot, didn't he? Year or so, a year or so before Herbert. So I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm paying I'm paying Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert getting all his money. That money Lamar asking for, I get it. To Justin Herbert in the heartbeat, quick. Yeah. So let's move on to Daniel Jones, as you were saying. Mm. So he is mm. asking for a lot of money that he's looking for, uh, and he got a new agent, new agency uh, uh, to represent him, just because. He felt like the previous one could not get him the contract he was looking for. Now the Giants are in a predicament. What do you do with, with Daniel Jones? What do you do with Saquon Barkley? Uh, we got free agency here coming up here in a couple of weeks. I mean, th- yeah, free agency is less than two weeks, I believe. We got the combine this weekend. Well, they were start- the combine started pulling for the combine this weekend as the workout start next week. Um, if I'm the Giants, I mean, <laughs> Daniel Jones is asking for $45 million. He's still in his rookie deal. There's no way in hell I'm giving him that much damn money a no. year for 15. Well, I, I I think he had 15 passing touchdowns this year. Yep. Yes, the Giants got to the playoffs. They won a playoff game. Yes, they did, and they exceeded expectations. My expectations, anyway, with on um, Brian Dayball. But I mean, he, and Brian Dayball, he did so. He he worked wonders with Daniel with uh, Daniel Jones this year. But just 15 to 17 touchdowns. I mean, what what is that though? Yeah, he's a dual threat too. He run, he likes to run and stuff like that. But no, nah, I don't know. That's way too much. That's way too much money for. Them. I don't know what's wrong with him. Then you got to, you still got to pay Saquon. So maybe they tag one, pay the other, or what? Whatever they're going to do. But there, there's no way. There's no. There's no way. Now, albeit Daniel Jones can come to the table and he can say, "Hey, I went to the playoffs, threw 15 and 17 touchdowns of this much, and I really want. I look what I was throwing to." So I did. I did a lot. I did what I could do with what I with what I was working with. You know what I mean. So I mean, he he got an argument too. But I mean, cause that Giants wide receivers, they they really don't have much out there. But um, yeah, that, that that's way too much money. He, nowhere near forty five million. Yeah, I, I, he's tripping. And he's got to remember that the the regime that's there now was not the regime that drafted him. They're gone. So they yeah. weren't his guy. Um. So I don't know. We'll see. But I doubt Daniel Jones is going to get that amount of money. That's I think I think money. the Giants, the Giants, what, what, where are they picking it in the draft? Um, I uh, think they probably they end up they in the twin they probably want to say is it twenty between ten and twenty. Five, I want to say I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they probably. I mean, I there's no way I'm giving him that. I mean, you go out there and get Jimmy G and put up better numbers than that or what? That I mean, yeah, he doesn't stay healthy, but man, that, there's no way I'm paying him that much money. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't, that's a lot of money to be asking for. Quite a bit. A lot. Yeah. So, 
I mean, there's a lot going on in the NFL. Obviously, uh, teams are trying to get under the cap. Uh, one of the teams uh, that started making some cuts was the Los Angeles Rams. So they released Bobby mm. Wagner. Uh, it looks mm. like it was a mutual agreement to part ways. And now it looks like Jalen Ramsey, star cornerback, is going to be on the trade block as well. Yeah, the, J- the uh, Bobby record, didn't they give him like a three-year deal or something like that? Yeah, and he was the best best defensive player on that team. Says Aaron Donald, yeah, of course, because it was hurt. And they cut him. Mean, it was mutually for them to cut and depart ways or whatnot. So that was crazy. Down Rams was on the trade market. Yeah. Re- remember, remember the FM picks? Yeah. It, it kind of seems the, like that. They're turning the corner now. They're looking to get yep. picks. Yep. And free some salary cap. Yeah, on Rams, they said they've already, I, uh, they said they've, already, they've already been engaging with teams. And I think something's going to get done. I don't think they'll cut him, but with his big contract, I think he's seventeen million or something like that. He's making a year or something like that. Yeah. With his big contract, it's gonna be hard to see a team taking on that. You know what I mean? Um, they throw a possible, a few possibly possibly good fits. I can see the Bengals, um, Patriots. They'd be big Bengals, Patriots. Um, it's a lot of teams being on Jalen Ramsey or whatnot. I mean, I, a bunch of teams. I would say the Raiders are a team to look out for as well. Yeah, Raiders. Right. I know. Well, he, I know he want to go somewhere where he can probably where he didn't want to rain, but he probably want to. Win more too, and I know you still want to get his money too. And he's what is he 27, 28? 28, yeah, I believe. Well, he's, he's so, out I mean, there, he's getting up there in age. Yeah, he, yeah, I mean, but he, he still can play though. I still think he's he's good. And I think they, if they cut him today, he'll be he'll be signed by next week, and he ain't, ain't gonna take long. But ultimately, I seen that um, one of my Patriots guys said that they might ultimately end up just cutting them, releasing them. So, uh, I don't know what the dead money would be on on his uh, on his contract. Yeah, but um, they, um, a lot of suitors would be lined up to get him. And then look at the, what the Tennessee Titans did the other day: cutting Robert Woods, Taylor Lewan. Um, yeah, hey, look, you must you must have read my mind because that's where I was going to next. Yeah, <laughs> and then look, there was even speculation that they might even move on from Derrick Henry. I think I seen something like that. I think Henry, what is he? Twenty nine, I think twenty twenty nine. Yeah, he's got and a lot of miles pay- on the wheels. Yeah, they and they just they just paid him. They 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 just paid him or whatnot. So I mean, whew, the Titans. I think they need a rebuild because you look at that division. The Colts. I think. I mean, you probably agree they're probably a quarterback and a few pieces away. Houston. They just got D'Amico Ryan's. They are young team. They got some young stars on, on that team or, or whatnot. They need to um. They they get a, they could probably. I mean, let's just they getting Bryce. Let's just go ahead and put it. They're gonna get Bryce. They're gonna draft the quarterback and they're gonna get a couple pieces there. So they are, they are a couple players away. Um, Jacksonville, that's probably going to be their their division for the next few years. For the foreseeable future, that's going to be their that's going to be their division. So you look at that Titans, but they they might as go and rebuild now. I start trade. They, they look they're already trying to trying to get below the count. Start cutting some players and stuff like that. They got a high draft pick this year, so I mean, um, yeah, they 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 kind of like on the downside, and we turn and, and it's crazy because they have owned that division the past couple of years. Yeah, I mean, I think the rebuild started when they traded away AJ Brown. Then you look at the quarterback, um, Ryan Tannehill. He's on his last, but he's about to be gone. They don't. I. I they pulled the plug quick on Malik Willis. Oh yeah, that's how you gonna work out. I. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. out on him. <laughs> and I, I don't think that's one of them things. We know. Yeah, let's just give it a couple years and let's just see. Uh. Uh-uh. A couple not, years. Yeah. He might. Yeah. Coach Vayron might not have a couple years. So if I'm him, yeah. I'm getting someone that's gonna be better than what Malik Willis has shown. And I know we're going to go to this soon, but I think the, um, the Titans are one of the teams that's in on Derek Carr. You know, um, but if um, I'm Jeremy Derek, Fowler, I'm not going there. Why would I yeah. go there? Why? Right. 
I mean, I'm essentially trying to get to the playoffs and win. Win a playoff mm-hmm. game. Um, Tennessee's going to have a hard time winning the division, I think. I think Houston's going to be a team that um, I know it, it is, what, uh, February 25th, but I'm going to go on the limb and say that um, I'm going to pick the Texans to win this division next season. Mm, I'm going to uh, – it's real early. Let's just see how um, free agency in the draft shakes out. Says, but, February 25th, but go ahead and yeah. take that – jot that down. I like the Houston Te- Texans win the division. Texans got a bunch of daggone draft picks, and they, I think they, they got the right man for the job. I know they the were in a lot of football games last season. A yes, lot. they were. Took the Chiefs to the Chiefs to overtime. Yes. I know a couple of. I know a couple. Um, the last couple of years, they they um they got rid of Lovey Smith, and they had um was a Cut Cliff or uh, something. Um, the guy that had him, and then like they they they've been one and done. But I think they got they got D'Amico Rounds or whatnot. He's gonna get that team back in because they got talent. They got talent down there in, in Houston or whatnot. And they're not far, man. They they're not far away. Yeah. Um, another uh, team that might be saying goodbye to one of their superstars is the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, safety mm-hmm. Jesse, uh, Jesse Bates, uh, the athletic Jane Morrison reports as good as gone. Saying that, and yeah, and uh, see the Bengals, Joe Burrow, they, they've been they've been on the um Joe, Joe Burrow and you know Jamar Chase. So those are they picks. And T Higgins, they still got them on rookie contract. They got to pay Joe Burrow soon. Got to pay Chase. Got to pay Higgins after this coming season, so they they you know and I've been here they might trade Higgins, so they really they then they got a bunch of free agents, um so they got they got they got to start paying some people so you ain't you can't bring back everybody and see that's the looks that they had when they was living off uh, when they was going off of Joe Burrow and that contract or whatnot you could just add some people you ain't got to worry about paying so now they they got to start paying some of these guys and they're gonna they're gonna lose some pieces another um the Buffalo Bills too another team they're gonna lose some pieces they got Edmonds Hoyer. Um, I think Devin Singleton, they got a bunch of free agents. So a lot of these teams, they're going to fall back a little bit. You know, and a lot of um, you, know, you can get people that will take less and they'll come play because they know they're going to win. But a lot of these guys nowadays, man, they want their money. They want they want their money whatnot, and they worry about winning later on. But I think the Bengals, it's going to be interesting to see how they replace some of these guys because they're losing some key pieces. Yeah, it is going to be interesting on that. And uh, one of the stories before we, we end this segment the storyline that does not die. Tom Brady. Mike Floor is reporting that if the right opportunity arises, we might see Tom Brady back next season in the NFL. Specifically with the 49ers. I seen that. I seen that. And I told you, I think I told you guys well, I said myself, right when he retired, he put out the story that he's gonna retire, whatnot. I don't I said, I don't think he's done. I said, give it to a free agency. Give it to a free agency or whatnot, and we'll see. But I think after free agency, when once these teams get the guys they want and resign plays and stuff like that, if you don't hit up back for Tom Brady, they probably not gonna come back. But it's kind of hard to come back from retirement when you don't retire twice, and the way you retire, I mean, like how many these speeches can you do? And um, I think he turned in his like retirement paperwork to the league as well. So I don't know. I don't know if I see that happening. But I mean, if Mike Florio's saying that, it's for a reason. Is there a way that you can turn in dead? And then I, don't even know how that, I don't even know how the hell that works. I might have to call yeah. New York myself and ask. <laughs> I got them on speed dial, man. I might have to call the league off and see what's going on with that. Right. And, well, before I let you go, I forgot about to mention this. Uh, so, apparently, it looks like the Las Vegas Raiders um, are out of the Aaron Rodgers trade race. So, um, it looks like the Raiders might be drafting a quarterback. 
reports came out earlier yesterday that uh, they are working on a contract extension or new contract with uh, with quarterback Jared Stidham. So that leads me to believe that they're going to draft a quarterback. Now the question is who? Mm, well, yeah. And then with, uh, I mean, where are the Raiders where, where the picking at? Seven. For now. They're picking, they're picking at seven. And so you got the Panthers going to need a quarterback. Uh, I think they pick – they pick it behind the Raiders. I think they pick it behind the Raiders. Yeah. You got the Panthers going to need a quarterback. Um, maybe C.J. Stroud is there. But I, I think if you're the Raiders y- – yeah. But, I don't um, think so. If, if not, maybe they can hop back into the second rank. I think the Raiders – the Raiders just shoot that offensive line. And I think this is a great offensive line, offensive tackle draft. So I think if I'm the Raiders, I'm going to uh, – I'll probably do that or whatnot. I don't know if they're a good quarterback. They do got Stidham. I think I've heard that they like what they've seen from Stidham for the most part. This past season when he came when they uh, when he came in and relieved Derek Carr, so I don't think they will. Uh, I don't think they'll go quarterback first round unless somebody just dra- just falls to them. You know what I mean? And it's, yeah. It's, so um, I've... and then well, the other thing to me is so what's going to happen with Chicago? So apparently they're essentially leaving all options open on the table as far as drafting a quarterback, trading the pick. So obviously they got Justin Fields, but I mean they haven't put a lot of talent around him. So I mean, why would you give up on him, Ernie? Crazy, that's crazy. I don't understand. I mean, and, and what if I? I know you probably can pull it up, but they got the most cap space. They're number one in cap space, and they can build a team around him. So why would you even? You would give up on Fields after two years, and he ain't. You ain't really seen. I mean, you ain't putting nothing around him. I know they traded for um um Chase Claypool, but you basically you essentially gonna go get another quarterback and build around. I mean, they're in a good position. Let's just say number one overall. They get um they get Bryce Young and then they trade Fields for maybe a first round or whatnot. So they either can trade they either can trade Fields for first round, take Bryce Young, or either keep Fields and build around him. So so either way you're gonna build around a young quarterback. So I I think you should just build around Fields, and because I mean because I mean cause you don't know what Bryce I mean yeah you seen you know what Bryce Young can do in college yeah. but we've seen well, this all the time you don't know what he's gonna be in the in the pros. Yeah, and but here's the other thing too that that we got to remember. So Justin Fields was inherited. That that's not their guy. That's not Paul's right. and uh, Everflu's guy. I mean, they inherited him with the team. So I mean, that might be one of the reasons. Well, hey man, well we didn't draft him, right? It was yeah. the other guys that were here before. So just something to keep an eye on for sure. But I mean, as far as biggest needs go, I mean they need help on the edge, defensive line, offensive line. Yeah, and then now you go to number two, the Houston Texans. So obviously their biggest need is quarterback, right? So uh, I'm assuming they will draft the quarterback there. Uh, Arizona, they got a quarterback already, so they'll probably go offensive line. Um, Indianapolis, they need a quarterback. So this is where to me, the second quarterback goes. But who's the second quarterback? Is it Will Levis? Is it C.J. Stroud? I or is Stroud. it Anthony Richardson? Which is the, that name is key, uh, you know. Picking up steam as far as being drafted in the first round. His stock is rising. His stock is rising. A lot. Of, I've seen Josh Allen comparison. I've seen Lamar Jackson comparison. His stock is, and the guy can throw it. He can throw the damn ball. He yeah. can throw that damn ball. So I mean, I know he's a bit of a project. He's a bit of a project, but I think you get him in the right system, you might got something there with Richardson. You might got something there with him. But um, I'm, I'm looking at a team maybe like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he you know he's from the Florida where he went to school in Florida. That'd probably be a good fit for him. Maybe the Raiders can get him in the in the second round. Let's see what happens with the Lamar Jackson situation. Maybe he can go there. There's a lot of teams. But um, 
the combine is going to be telling for um, Anthony Richardson if he throws and stuff. You know, a lot of these um, these quarterbacks, they get to, they don't like to throw and stuff like that at the combine and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always something. But um, I think that situation there, well, um, that's, I, it, I think Stroud going to be the second one that comes off the board. I think Anthony Richard probably come off late in the first. But as you know, a lot can change between a lot. Oh yeah, a week. And I believe, yeah, I believe one week from today, that's when the quarterbacks are going to be on the field. Yep, you got pro days, you got combines. I mean, so that's yeah, a lot, a lot can change. Yeah. All right, and then you got you got the fifth pick, Seattle. Uh, they don't need a quarterback, so they'll probably go edge, defensive line, or wide receiver. And then you got the Detroit Lions, and it looks like they're going to move forward with Jared Goff. At least for next Man. season, um, so yeah. their biggest need is defensive back, defensive line, they need defense, 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 yeah, defense. And it looks like they might be moving on from DeAndre Swift, and he might not be uh, part of the plans in the future. So they might be drafting a running back Man, as well. Seems like the they just drafted him. <laughs> yep, sure seems like it. But he's, I mean, injury has been a concern for him. Yeah. All right, and then you got seventh. That's where the Raiders pick. So I mean, who's going to be available there? I mean, do you have to move up if you like? Look, if I'm the Raiders and I, and I like one of these guys, um, I'm I'm trading the draft picks and I'm gonna go get him. It's been a while mm-hmm. since the Raiders had a franchise score. Well, Derek Carr, right? But essentially, uh, Derek only made it to the playoffs once. Um, he had a great year back in 2016, but unfortunately broke his his ankle uh, on Christmas Day against the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Trent Cole, I remember the play vividly. I was at work, ruined my Christmas that year. Um, so, yeah, so if, if I'm the Raiders and I see a quarterback that I like, I'm trading whatever I need to to go get him. I think you have to do it. and You have to do it in, in this day and time, man. You, we're, we're in a win-now league. You want to win. Offense, they put they score points. So that's what you need. I mean, offensive tackle, a defense, they're not moving that needle, especially in that rating division with the Chiefs just won a Super Bowl, second Super Bowl in about three, four years. Um, you got Sean Payton in Denver. Let's see, how they, see, how, see what he does with Russell Wilson. You got the Chargers. I mean, like in that division, you you got you got to be able to win, man. You got to be able to put the ball in the air. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you like a guy, go get him. Go get him. Yep. We'll draft him, and then look. I think we have a pretty solid offense. I mean, you got to resign Josh Jacobs, and I'm not too sure what he's going to demand. Uh, you, you, I mean, you might tag him and try to work out a long term deal. But I mean, quarterback wise, it looks like they're out on Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady is, is retired for now. Jimmy Garoppolo wants a lot of money. Maybe just draft the guy. Yeah, and while we wait, like, we still wait for – they said Aaron Rodgers has came out of his darkness retreat or whatnot. I was about to say, we went the whole show and didn't really talk much about him. But I think I'm, – I'm getting – I know you, I'm kind of getting sick of this. I mean, the oh. fact that it feel like the whole offseason is at a standstill waiting on this one guy to make a decision. I mean, it, like, real quick. If he does all this, gets this Madison or Shrews or whatever, and goes into this dark basement in Oregon or whatnot, I mean, I would like to be the guy that covers this stuff, like that 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 gets the information. But if he does all this and he still goes back to the Green Bay Packers, I don't, I, bro, I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> hey, did you see where he stayed at? Like, what it looked like? There, there's um, there's like a clip on Twitter. I saw, I saw yesterday. Um, it looks like clip of it. Did you ever see the the Lord of the Rings? Yeah. So, so essentially, it looks like one of those houses. What the hell, man? I mean, I, like, like, man, listen. 
after all this, you got to leave, right? You can't yeah. go back to Green Bay, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but he's Aaron Rodgers, so we'll see. What What do you think he's going to do? Well, he's going to play. Question is where? If I'm Green Bay, I want to move on. Money-wise, and then you got to find out what you have in Jordan Love. But everything's yeah. kind of lining up for Aaron to come back. I don't know, man. What, what do you make, think? What makes you what, what makes you say that? Well, so Aaron Jones took a pay cut, right? Jair yeah. Alexander yeah. Uh, restricted, restricted his contract, and so did uh, who was it? I think I saw Preston Smith did as well. I, they're trying to resign Adam Lazar. Yep. So, but my thing is, why are you? Why this is what the fourth straight offseason, third straight offseason, like? Essentially, it might. It's the same thing Brett Favre did, but Brett, uh, Brett Favre actually got traded at the end. So, I don't know, like, man. What do you think? Like, where do you, where do you think do he plays next year? Man. I was hoping the I Raiders, mean, at, but it looks like that's not going to happen. Well, last year, I thought he was gone. I thought he was going to be gone last year, and then out of nowhere, hey, breaking news, uh, Aaron Rodgers has informed the Packers that he will be returning. He did the same thing last year, and I think the year before. But last year, I think it was a money issue. They gave him more money. Um, That roster is, is, is a good roster, but they don't have a lot of money. So, I mean, my thing is, they're paying you $60 million a damn year. I mean, they don't want to keep going through this crap. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, anything, I heard the Jets have reached out. So that, I mean, everybody has a standstill. So, but if you're Derek Carr, it's really going to hurt you. Because let's just say, he said, okay, I want to come. I want to, um, I, I'm a return. Or I'm a, uh, I, I, I'm going to go play for the Jets or whatever. I want to get traded. The Jets get them. But the, I heard everything I heard. The Jets had a great visit with Derek Carr. Told they him did. to all the fame. Or, yeah. So, like, if he goes there, then where are you going to go? Probably to the Saints, I guess. Because I think, I mean, why didn't the Jets offer Derek Carr a contract if they really liked him? Yeah, I mean, to me, if I'm Derek, I gotta, I gotta find a team within a week, a week or two. Because yeah, essentially, I'm not waiting, uh, no, Roger. Yeah, essentially, a lot of business is going to probably get done next week at the combine because you know people talk, and um, yeah. Yeah, if I'm Derek, I'm probably picking a team quick. But uh, David Carr, his brother, said that he was going to take his time making the decision on where he was going to go. A lot of time when they're taking their time, it means what? They didn't get the right to get the offer. Yeah, yeah so we'll <laughs> so, see. I mean, that, that's going to be very interesting. Yeah, like, like you just said, you hit on uh, um, the, the combine. It, uh, a lot of business get done. Then, and I think a lot of these stuff is going to come out in a couple of weeks because Rogers got to let them know before free agency begins. You don't want to go into free agency leaving them like, oh, leaving them lost, you know. Yeah, so, so. Um, I know the football season's over, but it's really not over because it's starting all over again. We're in the business season now in the NFL. Um, yes, sir. Yes. All right, coming up next, a conversational Mike Tannenbaum. Stay tuned. Uh, Mike Tannenbaum, man. Round of applause, right? Mike, we want to say thank you for joining the East-West Football. Of course, here we just love talking football, but thank you so much for joining us. Great to be with you guys. How you doing? Good, man. Getting All really right. excited. Kendall, take it away, Kendall. Hey, Mike, man. First off, appreciate you joining us and whatnot, and um, we're, happy, we're happy to have you on the show. Um, I watch you every morning on ESPN Get Up up there with Greeny and RC and Dominique Fosworth, and I can go on and on. Y'all got a great cast up there. I think you do a great job. I've always admired your work as when you was with the Jets and, and the Rex Ryan days. And um, then, you know, you was with the Dolphins. I've already thought you did a great job. Um, and I'm just happy that to have you on the podcast with us for a little bit. 
Uh, we ain't gonna hold you too long, but um, just want to get into like a little bit, of, a few off-season storylines. What is the one thing that you're following so far this year? Yeah, great to be with you guys. I appreciate it. I would say it's gonna be the quarterback contracts, guys. You know, Deshaun Watson has a fully guaranteed $230 million contract, and the question is like. Will Lamar Jackson be able to break through and get one of those? Will Jalen Hurts and his extension, now that um, he's played three years, he's extension eligible because he was a second-round pick. Uh, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, you know, they're also extension eligible. So I think it's going to be fascinating to see does somebody else break through and get a fully guaranteed deal, much the way that we saw uh, Deshaun Watson get one last year. Yeah, it seems like on that Lamar deal, there's a lot going on there. They don't know what they're going to do if they're going to give him a contract or – if they um if he's if they're gonna probably franchise tag him and trade him or what so it's gonna be very interesting to see what happens there. I kind of yeah. want to ask what do you, what do you think about Derek Carr? Where does he end up? Yeah, that's a good question. I I don't know if we know that yet. Um, you know, obviously, you know, the two teams that came out of the gate hard were the Saints and the Jets. Um, so you know, we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, obviously, the Saints has Dennis Allen. He was the head coach of the Raiders when uh, he was drafted, and obviously, the Jets need a quarterback as well. Yeah, I think the, the Derek Carr situation is very um, odd. I seen um, I can't think of his name now, but it come to me a little bit. Jeff Darlington. Jeff Darlington said the other day about if he's um, Derek Carr, he can't really just wait on Aaron Rodgers. He need to go ahead and if he's going to pick a team, pick a team right now. I think the Jets is a good a good fit. They're they're a young team. Um, I think Derek Carr what is he thirty one years old, so he he got plenty of football left. They could get him a probably a three to five year deal. That team, I think, I really feel like they're a quarterback away. If you go back, I'm a big Patriots fan. I don't know if you can see behind me, but if you go at that game they played the Patriots last year, they was like, they, if they had a solid quarterback, I even think Joe Flacco probably could have won one of those games. If they had somebody that could just make a couple of throws that Zach Wilson couldn't do, I think the Jets still won those games from the Patriots. I think the one that was in New England, I think if they if they just could have made a couple first downs down to will convert a few thirds, I think they win at least one of those games. Yeah, you know, the punt return, too, was big. Yeah, they had to call the block in the back, of course. You know, so that, that was, uh, you know, another dynamic in that game was the, the decisive punt return. So, yeah, I don't think the gap's that big. Now, I do think Mac Jones is going to get better with Matt Patricia coaching him. So there's also that factor as well. But clearly the Jets, you know, would be well-served guys by getting another quarterback. Yeah, that's where I was going to go next about the Patriots. Why we, I'm going to stay there while we own it. What do you think New England does in free agency, and what, what where would you go with that 14 pick? Would you go wide receiver to help with uh, help get Matt Jones some help? You know, they just brought in Bill O'Brien, or would you try to? You know, I know the Patriots haven't had a lot of success in free agency at the uh, wide receiver position, or would you just try to address it via trade, man, like a Michael Thomas, D. Hobb, Kenan Allen, something like that? I do like Jordan Addison out of USC for the Patriots at 14 if he's there. Yeah, no, that's to make sense. I also think, you know, they could go O-line. You know, Isaiah Wynn didn't play very good for them. Marcus Cannon's a free agent. Um, you know, you could look at Philadelphia and see the impact of a great offensive line and how much that helped a young quarterback in Jalen Hurts. So I think either way would be good for them. I, I like Addison, by the way. You know, the pit transfer, you know, did really well with Caleb Williams. Uh, obviously, if you're looking for somebody bigger like Quinton Richardson from TCU, makes a lot of sense. So uh, I think receiver or offensive tackle makes a lot of sense for uh, New England. Mike, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of want to – I'm really interested on your 33rd team. So, uh, you know, I found you guys on Twitter. Uh, that's you, right? I mean, if you can, can yep. you can explain that a little bit more? So, so you know, make sure our audience knows what they what, what they can expect. Yep. So, it's uh, – you know, we're proud to have guys like Coach Cower, Coach Parcells, uh, Chris Long, Rondé Barber, Wade Phillips. We have a bunch of guys that have either played or – 
have coached in the game and you know we try to bring uh our fans and people that follow our stuff like behind the scenes to people that have actually made the decision so um that's uh really the idea of it is like there's 32 nfl teams and we're the next team and that's sort of like the quality of the content we like to br- uh, produce it was a there was a great article put out today about five hours ago about Bill Parcells' grading system. It was like wow, it's kind of like it went into depth on that one. So yeah, I encourage everybody to go follow that right at thirty third team uh, on Twitter. Uh, so Mike, I mean you you've been a general manager before, right? So you know this time is starting to get real busy. But uh, I'm I'm very impressed. How did you make the transition from being a general manager, you know, to uh, showbiz? Because you you. I mean, you fit right in, like kind of like what Kendall said. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, like anything else, work super hard at it. I actually do have a, a broadcast coach, and he's somebody that spends a lot of time with me, so I try to get better at it and really try to, you know, work at my craft um, and just try to, you know, get a little bit better each day. That's awesome. That's, well, that's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. I didn't, I didn't know that there was a, uh, I didn't know that there was a, a broadcast coach, but I, I, I mean, hey, heck, heck of a job out there. But we want to thank you for joining us here on the East West Football, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, maybe talking to you down the line. So uh, thank you, Mike. All right, thanks so much for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric cast. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.